I turned off the metronome. Are we going? We're going. We don't need a metronome. We don't need a metronome because we're not like regimented and rigid in I our like to keep, in our ways. I like to keep the rhythm going. Do you? I like a good backbeat to my da, podcast. Da, 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 yeah. Da, 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 da. That's so a metronome. There's a map. We were talking about there's a map. Maps. Of New Jersey. Maps of New Jersey. In the office, but also Florida. Yes. So. Well, that's where they sell the land. That's beautiful, where the beautiful land rolling land. Rolling land. land is the, yeah, I think the Glen, Glen Gary Highlands, Glen uh, Ross Highlands. Uh, One of those Highlands what? is in <laughs> Probably Florida. both, actually. Yeah. 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 It's just a bunch Rio of. Rio Rancho, however, is in Arizona. Swamps in Florida right. for sale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Glen Gary Highlands in Florida and yeah. Rio Rancho Estates are in Arizona. Arizona. Right. Arizona. Both probably worthless, worthless plots of land. Yeah. I mean, yeah. today, who knows? Maybe they're not. Yeah, today. Land is... Sure. Land is becoming more and more valuable. Well, as people, yeah, continue but, to overpopulate the planet. Exactly. Why yeah. are we doing that? I don't know, man. I'm child-free. You're child-free. Yeah. I, I, I realized it long ago. Yeah. I mean, and I live in one of the more densely populated areas... You really do. ...in the world. You are in northern in New most Jersey. Most of the people in the world are right there. Yeah. It's pretty dense. <laughs> it's, yeah. A lot of the people are pretty dense, too. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. No offense to Sharp anyone listening shooting. right now. Yeah, I feel like... Aren't you, haven't you just alienated some of your... No. They love me up there. They do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they, you know, they, they wave at me in a certain way when I'm driving by, like I'll, with I'll, their middle finger. Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice. Adorable. I like that. You're number one, Bill. Exactly. <laughs> yes. See, they love me up there. Anyway, so this is, you know, the Glen Gary Glen Ross minute. Hey, welcome everybody. Hey, there's Matt over this there. This is fun. That's Bill over there. <laughs> and there's Williamson holding a pint of milk. Is that a pint or a quart? I want to say it's a. Quart. It's a pint. It's a pint. It is a pint. <laughs> That's a pint. I thought half I pint. actually saw it extended. It's a pint. Yeah, it's a little, little half. That's pint. a pint. It's cute though, and it's farmland milk. It's a little carton, little carton, like of a farmland. like a lunchroom carton of yeah. milk. Remember that? Those were really small though. Remember that was even less than yeah, a pint. Yeah, it was less than that. You're right. Yeah. yeah, it was a quart. And you would drink it with a straw. <laughs> would you? I I just ripped open the. You just drank it just right did out the of the foldy open. Yeah, the you know foldy you open. Fold, the fold open. Yeah, the unfold. I hated open. those when it when you didn't open you them. Yeah, yeah, we didn't get it perfectly. Yeah, and and then when you tried to drink it and there was like paper in your mouth. Yeah, it would be a bunch of like, soggy paper. Yeah, hanging over the edge. Mouth. Yeah, yeah, I hated yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Not so, the milk alone was so fucking poison in and of itself. Well, yeah, but, but we were also ingesting processed and. Uh, like uh, covered in clear nonsense uh, uh, cardboard. Right. Re- ingesting that. Which is why I use a straw, which is made of huh. safe, 100% safe plastic. <laughs> <laughs> there were no carcinogens at That's all in thinking. my straw. That's good thinking. <laughs> so we're going on minute number 23. 23? I can't yep. even believe it. You say that every time. I right? know. It's, it's and then every like time I can't believe it. <laughs> Why can't you just take me at my word that I can't believe it every time? Okay, I'll believe you. What? No, no I'm just saying. We, we had a nice little thing going, and then you had, to qu- you had to call into question my verisimilitude. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you did. <laughs> I was being supportive and bantery. Well, let's get back into it. Well, let's, you know, I, can we do that? I mean, can we get back? Sure. Let's do it. It'll but be if great. You're, if It'll you're be great. If you're, if you're with a buddy yeah. and you're having a great time yeah, and you're are. laughing yes, and, we're doing. and then your buddy figuratively punches you in the schnoz, uh-huh. that's going to derail the good time. <laughs> it's really going to put a... I figuratively punched you in the schnoz? In the schnoz, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't... I didn't. Well... I didn't mean to. I know. I don't think you ever mean it, but boy, I don't. do you do it. <laughs> 
maybe you're just too touchy. Yeah, maybe that's it. Because I don't mean it. I don't mean any of these things. Yeah, that's the wine gardener seal of approval. (laughs) Well, maybe it's you. Maybe you're the one that's got the problem. Well, maybe you are. I mean, have you considered it? (laughs) I have most of my life. But seriously, turns out I'm not. You don't think you're too sensitive about 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 that? Like you know, you know, I don't mean it. I don't mean it. I would never mean it. I but I but I, you're sneaky mean. So like you mean it to some degree, but you don't want anyone to think that you mean it. See, I've, so I already you dress for, it up in your. I've already forgotten what I said. That was so <laughs> that was so evil. I can't even remember because it meant so little to me. You well, see what I'm saying? Yeah, as do your relationships. Apparently, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> okay. Do you want to? I know. You know what will get us back on track? What are we going to do? We can watch the minute. Yeah, let's watch the minute. That would be really fun. Great. I don't have to listen to you for a minute. Perfect. (laughs) Well, while those guys are watching the minute, we wanted to tell you guys where you can find us on social media. You guys. So hit us up on Twitter. Twitter. At GGGR Minute. On Instagram. At GGGR Minute. On Facebook have no idea whatever just, just search it search it we'll, you'll find it you will and then uh, our email is gggrminute at gmail.com yeah and iTunes go to iTunes and subscribe and leave us a review rate if you want. and review yeah we'd love that love it love that yes alright back to the show yay oh man <laughs> look at the sheets man look at the sheets I gotta eat Williamson oh so good <laughs> It's a, so it's a, it's a Levine heavy moment. He's yeah. He's ranting. He's doing his best to try to convince Williamson that he he really needs a break and deserves it. De- right, he right. Based on his history, leave. he deserves it. Yes, yeah. good point. Um, and, and I have to say, every time my wife asks me to help change the bed linens, <laughs> Here we go I say, "Look at the sheets. <laughs> Look at the sheets." <laughs> it's. It's it's got to be a delight and a and a nightmare the to, live, eye, to live with you. It's usually I can't even imagine a lot of eye rolling. <laughs> the wine gardener household. It's loving though. It's a loving eye of rolling. Of course it is. Of course. Of course. So you know. I mean, I mean, I know you know. Yeah, I've given you a loving eye roll on more than one occasion. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. It's great. So look at the sheets. It's a little on the nose, but it's cute. <laughs> That's it's clever. It's anyway, good bedroom comedy. It, <laughs> You don't want to take that out on the road, but it's good. No, in the, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it plays in the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a Shelley heavy moment. It's a yeah. The minute is all very. I mean, it's they're they're bantery at some point, but but yeah. yeah then he takes over. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So at the top of the minute, he's just said to him, "Now you've got the Glengarry leads." Yeah, and Williamson makes it tries to make it clear to him now look mitch and mary have told me that glengarry leads are only to be assigned to closers that's right um which the script does not say well we yeah mitch we have an mary old we have an old version are of the to script. be assigned only to ellipse oh really? how about it huh yeah yeah mammoth decided to throw in closers there at the end of it i think it's i think it's important that they keep repeating that term Agreed. Know. Agreed. Yeah, no, it's I think much it's better. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Agreed. So good job. Good edit. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, so, and, and while this is all going on, uh, Williamson is like cleaning up the coffee area. Yeah, can you... I looked up from the script to see that Williamson had put the coffee pot on the water cooler, <laughs> yes. and I was wondering what the fuck I missed. Oh, well, he's... he's just prepping it for the morning. Yeah, exactly. Because you're going to so come and fill it up there and... Correct. Yeah, That's yeah, exactly yeah. right. So Got he it. takes the milk, puts it in the fridge, right? right? Which had been he left takes... out? Is Where was the milk when we started all this? All evening. 
<laughs> I guess. I don't know. Farmland milk. The, yeah, it, it Leave it out all day. It's good. <laughs> Nothing better than some lukewarm, curdly milk in your coffee. So they, um, the, he puts the Sour milk in the- Sour milk is for closers. <laughs> yeah, he's keeping the coffee for closers area. Right, puts right. Puts the milk in the fridge. He does. He dumps the coffee grounds in the garbage yes, can. Yes. Takes the, the pitcher back to the break room back area. All the way back. Yeah. Very which far. Is, which the is- The cooler is very far from the coffee The maker. water cooler. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It's totally all the way, way across the office. Way too far away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, the, the, the break area is kind of a dump. I mean, there's Huge like an dump. old yeah. Dunkin' Donuts box Wo- in there. Wood paneling. Yeah, wood paneling. Smoking like, lounge. You yeah. know, it smells like moss and, and Marlboro and <laughs> back there. Yeah. It's bad. Uh, this is where Arano and Moss had their little tete-a-tete earlier it seems stale even to look at it like just it just seems like the air is stale back there yeah yeah yeah, yeah there's an old ar- ash, ashtray back there with like old smoking <laughs> cigarettes in it from earlier and it's just yeah it's not a pleasant place to, it's not where you would want to really take a break no <laughs> no but it's what happens when the only people that work in a place are men that is almost always what it becomes. You think? That. Like a locker room I know for situation. sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. It gets dank and smelly in like seven seconds. Yeah, because you if probably a woman work hasn't with, come through. You probably work with the majority of men in your line of yeah, work. Yeah, most of the time it's just yeah. dudes. Yeah, so. Let me attest to what I just said yet again. <laughs> it gets smelly and dank. I, and it's no fun. No. It's no fun. It gets smanky. I... Very smanky in there. <laughs> I once bought a scented candle to spruce up my oh, office, oh, nice. where like where many of the crew that worked with me got changed and left their work clothes and stuff. It didn't help. No, there's no candles. None of candles in the goddamn world. You probably should have just burned the clothes. <laughs> I just burned the building. <laughs> is what I should have burned. What scent did you choose to bring in? To oh, that was the a vanilla aroma. <laughs> aroma. Vanilla Roma? I didn't even see that one coming. I think I, I've just come up with an idea. Uh-huh. Are you ready? Yeah. It's a Glen Gary, Glen Ross themed ice cream stand. Oh, boy. Vegan ice cream stand. <laughs> now we're okay. talking. So we have this delicious non-dairy vegan ice cream. And it's it's the whole Glengarry Glen Ross theme thing. My head thing. is so, spinning with flavors for so characters. Vanilla Roma. Vanilla Roma is, is, is an excellent one. one. Yeah, that's a good right? one. But yeah, then where do we go after that? Well, I'm sure we, we've got a we've got a brainstorm. This moss kind of stuff. is a rocky road. Or or what's for that? Sure. What's that green ice cream? The uh, not Dragonfly Ripple, mm. but that other. You know, there's a pistachio. Like oh, uh, isn't that green? But I but moss is a rocky road. Don't you get it? Because he's like uh, yeah, because he's craggly and rocky. <laughs> I like it. Okay, okay. good. Rocky Road. Didn't okay, seem good. like you like it. Seemed like you wanted to go mint chocolate chip or some shit. Because of the green. <laughs> what was the green about? Moss. <laughs> moss is green. I see. Yeah. Like the and moss that en- grows on And he's head. envious. Uh-huh. Green with envy. Oh, maybe we do have to go with you. Yeah. You never know. All right, all right. What about... Um, <laughs> how about How about this one? Arano Cookies and Cream. Oh. It's it's kind of like Oreo cookies and cream, but it's Arano, Arano cookies, cookies and cream. And cream. I'm, I'm on board. Are you like that? I one? like it all right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. What about, uh, uh, let's keep thinking here. Yeah. Because there's got to be more. Well, Williamson would be like. I wish I had uh, caught, come up with this before a, so we could come up with some really hilarious shtick. Is there a plane? Preloaded it. <laughs> yeah, well, Arano could be very plain. Yeah. Like he could be like, but we've already used vanilla. But so could Williamson. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Williamson would be very white bread, like white bread. Maybe Roma is Rocky Road, and it's Rocky Roma. Oh, that's then, right. Nice. And then we can do the Ricky Roma, thing. Rocky Roma, Rocky Roma. Like yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, and then Williamson could just be vanilla, or because he's so fucking van- vanilla as a person. Vanilla, no, 
Vanilla. I like it as Williamson. Okay. I'm well, sticking to Williamson. Do we have like a, like, how about plain John Vanilla? <laughs> I like it. We got to come I, up I with like something. an ice cream themed, a Glengarry ice, uh, themed ice cream shop. I yeah. love that. And then like you could have, um, you know, instead of the to- like the toppings could be like leads. It's like, can I get some, <laughs> instead of saying Jimmy's or sprinkles, you'd say leads. <laughs> can I get some leads on that? <laughs> I think I'm out. Did you now. like leads with that? I think I'm done now. Are you really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you want the Glengarry I'm leads or the Rio funding. Rancho? Pulling my funding. Oh my God. <laughs> Just over that? Yeah. I don't, I don't think the leads are sprinkles. Okay. Well, what are they? I don't know. They could be sauces. I, they could be. Like a fudge or a butterscotch. Yeah, yeah. The Rio or Rancho butterscotch and the, the, Glen, <laughs> the Glengarry Highlands cherry <laughs> juice. <laughs> Marsh, marshmallow, marsh arano, marshmallow. Nothing there. Marshmallow. Oh, wait a minute, marshmallow. <laughs> I don't know. I have to sit with know. that one. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta brainstorm. These. Yeah, we'll, we, come, we'll back. come back next week <laughs> we'll with something back better. Yeah, yeah, and expect this place to be open by summer 2020, so you can come and stop by oh, and hell uh, yeah, and have some delicious free samples on the first day. Have some Ricky, of summer. Ricky Roma, Ricky Roma Road, Ricky Rocky, Road, Rocky Roma Road. <laughs> Man, we're going to go out of business fast. Yeah. No, anyway. well, I'm already done. <laughs> we're out. Damn it. We're out. I loved it. It was so <laughs> nice, though. You might get me back with a special flavor. But okay. Well, I'll work have, on yeah. some flavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know there's a lot of good ones. I'm just not thinking of them right now. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So Williamson has all the business, right? He's all the business in the scene. He's doing everything. He's cleaning up, closing yes. up. Yes. Settling up, getting ready for the next day. And Levine is just following him. Yep. Just, just please, John. Please, can I? Please. And he has that moment that I know you love, which is the talking about the string of luck. Oh, yeah. What is that, John? Yeah. Oh, my it's gosh. Like, that's all it is. That's all it's doing. <laughs> I love Bad that. luck. <laughs> that's all it is. That's all it's doing. That's it. I, I find, you're going to find it runs in streaks. That uh, It runs in streaks. That's all it does. Read it for me. You've got it there in front of you <laughs> instead of me struggling. And what is that, John? What? Bad luck. That's all it is. I pray in your life you never find it runs in streaks. That's what it does. That's all it's doing. Streaks. I pray it misses you. And that's, that's all, all I, I want to say. say about that. Yeah, but that in here it says that's all I want to say. But but close I like enough. that. There's two times in this movie where he says, and that's all I have to say. Right. Yeah. You know, there's this time he says it to him, and then later on he says it to him and gives him the finger in the in the oh, later yeah, scene. Oh yeah, that's right. And that's all that's I have right. to say to you. To you. And he gives him the finger. Yeah, he sure does. Which is really fun. Um. So Not this guy. What? What's the matter? You're checking your Apple. No, watch I was I was getting a call, so I dismissed it. In the middle of the podcast. It was so subtle. When no one have, would have when known. When it's just your phone, no one would have you known. You wouldn't have known. I did you though. I felt it doing it in my pocket. And you could just put it away like no. I felt something oh. happening in my pants mm. and I knew I knew something That's not that's not an what? image you want to project. But I knew, and well, so I was trying to. I was trying to subtly and and really like cleverly make it go away. It's so less it wouldn't than classy, affect. though, when you say it like that. What? You're, it's less than classy. What is? I felt something happening in my pants. <laughs> That's. I mean, we're, I'm trying to work with you here. Look at the sheets. Tr- we're trying to work look together. Look at the sheets. <laughs> I will not look at the sheets. <laughs> is something happening in the sheets? Not right now. Not at the moment. No. No. Um. So anyway, this guy, the luck thing, has an Apple Watch. <laughs> Thank you. This fucking guy <laughs> can't stop looking at his goddamn wrist. It's the oh, best. Man. It is. I like it. Yeah, it's cool. You just. Keep, I've only had it for twenty four hours. Keep it's pushing still, me, baby. It's still keep the shine me. is on the apple. It's like you're trying. Literally, to see how far you can go 
before I will dismiss you. No, why do you take summarily? Why do you take that personally? <laughs> like, why would you take? Because well, that personally. Because that's you're better than that. You're better than that thing. You don't need that. No, you I, should be. You should be getting less of that shit, not more of it. Okay. What do you? What do you want it on your wrist for? It's like it, it's like you're enslaved to the the Apple Corporation. Data. I gotta. I gotta share my data. <laughs> I gotta get it out there. I need I need the Nielsen Corporation and everyone else to know what I like, where I like it, when I like it, how I like it, what I like it on top of, and everything, so All that they can continue right. to market to me in the proper way. And they will. Yeah. Yeah. I want so. the listeners to know that despite your continued efforts to drive me away with your bullshit, I'm here for the duration. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Is that a pact? You cannot unseat me. No, I don't make packs with you. <laughs> Unpactable. <laughs> Fucking this guy. That's, that's another thing, though. That's what I'm saying. That's another, he's another just another nail hammer the swing on the, on the wedge you're driving between us. <laughs> you just keep pounding it down, baby. Come in here with an Apple Watch. Come in here with a fucking shitty jingle. Come in here like a... <laughs> come in here like you're a nice guy. And you, you just... You break your promises. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's the worst. So, Williamson, <laughs> they're talking about bad luck. And, and this is kind of like... It never happens to you, right, all that stuff. Yeah. It's kind of a similar conversation to what happened in, in the break room earlier when Arano, With Arano and, Moss. and Moss were talking about, I can't, I can't close them. I, yeah. can't, I don't know, I don't, I don't I know what to them. do. Right. Like, <laughs> I just, when you bounce you with no confidence. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I think we talked about the concept of luck before. I think a bunch because it comes up in in not only this this play movie a million times, it comes up in a lot of Mammoth stuff. There's lots of talk about luck and streaks, and you know that the thing, things act on you from the outside that you have no control over, right. and then how you deal with that is a is the measure of you as a man. Right. Well, so yeah. I mean, you can use it as an excuse, which is Shelley is kind of doing here. He it's is like, totally it's not 100%. My fault. Yeah, yeah. Sort of wine gardenering it. It's not my <laughs> fault. It was, it was luck. I blame luck. I would love it if that would catch on. <laughs> you just wine gardenered in that <laughs> shit. Oh, you blaming somebody else? Classic wine gardener. <laughs> oh, is nothing ever your fault? Classic wine gardener. Hashtag classic wine gardener. <laughs> As long as I get the royalties, <laughs> I don't care. Oh, yeah. There's a windfall coming your way, baby. Sweet. Anyway, so... Um, get us back on track. I'm trying okay. desperately. All right. Uh, and then and then Shelly kind of gets uh, desperate here. where it's, it's, it's get, A train comes by, uh-huh. runs him over in the background, uh-huh. and then he says, I've got to eat I've Williamson. Got to eat. Oh, my God. Which, that's it. And that's the first time he's really been like, I, I am so desperate. That I might not be able to eat unless right. you help me. Yeah, we didn't know really. I mean, we know his daughter is sick or something. I mean, that's the thing that always seemed to me to be the most, like the primary cause of his desperation and concern. Right. Is that he's got all these medical bills that he cannot pay. But now he's even saying like, I've got I don't, I can't even eat, man. And But is it, I guess the question I have is, is that true? Is that an exaggeration? It might be just you know, an expression, right? Right, right, an expression. Right. I've got to eat. I've got to you know, eat. It's like, yeah, yeah. Gotta feed the beast. Yeah. Well, move on. <laughs> Dick. Um, 
So then he goes into, now he's trying to lay out a little bit more of the case for why he deserves a lead. Mm -hmm. So he's like, look at the sheets. Look (laughs) at the sheets. Who's who's number one? Three years in a row, 81, 82, 83, whatever it is. Uh uh Who's who's top name on the board? Roma. (laughs) Well, below him. Under Moss. Under him, Moss. Bullshit. Bullshit. John John Bullshit. No fucking April to moss. September, it's me. It isn't fucking moss. Due respect, he's an order taker. He is an order taker. You think? No. No? It seems like a weird line to me. Why? Because he, he's been given orders, <laughs> we've seen. He doesn't seem to take them very well. Oh, you see, I think it, what, what he means, rather than I take orders from a, my superior, is uh-huh. he just writes down what the customer wants, and and that's the sale. He doesn't create sales huh. he just takes orders from the customer you know what i mean like he's an order taker like really like a waitress go, you know what i like about you what's that you go so far afield with your analysis no that's i i believe that's what it means an order taker the customer isn't giving orders but you're the saying he just places takes an their order. order he's placing an order just like when you go to the restaurant and you place an order the waitress is your order taker all right he's an order taker all right he just takes orders i mean it, that makes more sense it does yeah but i'm not sure that's what he means I, I'm surprised you never thought of it that way. Well, I, but I don't consider what they do as taking orders. It's not like it's a fast food restaurant. No, but that's why it's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's not a compliment. It's a, it's a, you know, that's why it's an insult. He's an order taker. Well, I think it's an insult to call somebody an order taker if they just kowtow to their boss or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's the insult that would hurt me more. Uh, somebody called me an order taker. Like if I work for McDonald's and somebody calls me an order taker, I'm like, Yeah. Uh, I gotta eat, <laughs> so I take orders. But if somebody, you know, if somebody's like, you always do just what the boss says. You never think about us. You never think about what it means for people that work under you or whatever. That's more of an insult to me. Huh? Yeah. But different interpretations. Yes. We're allowed those things here. We are. But I, I like yours. I hadn't considered it. Yeah, that's what it always meant to me was that he's rather than a, a salesman, mm-hmm. he's just an order taker. Yeah, yeah, okay. People just. Tell him what they want. That makes he writes sense. it down. He's not a he, he's not it. a salesman. That's for damn sure. No, but he well, also doesn't seem like an order taker to me. <laughs> well, again, it's an insult. He's Shelley is is trying to you know make his case and make it seem like he you know he deserves the leads more than anyone else. Right. And he's now the Williamson has just put him third on the list of the people who deserve the leads. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to move himself up the list above Moss at the very least. I'm still I'm I hear what you're saying, but I don't I don't think the I don't think you consider somebody you're trying to sell land as somebody placing an order with you. That seems like the disconnect for me. I understand. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You do. I, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> All right. I think you're dead wrong. No, I'm not dead wrong. Saying. And frankly, the, the the speech that they use, things like uh, he's an office, he's a clock watcher, bureaucrat. The, yeah. Though that's all in the same vein as what I thought he meant by order taker. It's not at all what you are saying. It is. And I and again, I don't think somebody you've sold land to is placed an order with you. I don't think it it doesn't add up to me in terms of the vernacular. But uh, who knows? It's a throwaway more than anything. He's a, due respect, he's an idiot. Could have been. Right. You know right. what I mean? It could have been anything. But but he doesn't seem like an order taker in either respect to me, which is odd. Huh. Yeah. I don't, th- I mean, I, do you? can you say that when you buy a car, you've placed an order? Yeah. No. 
Yes. You, no one has ever said that in the history of that. But people do place orders for cars. Online. All over the place. But when you, you, go, go, a dealer, when you go and get sold a car, or when a realtor sells a house, right? nobody is saying, I fulfilled your order for this house. No. It's not like a fucking Big Mac. That's part of the insult, is that he's... he's He's making to it, call it something that it isn't is part yes, of an insult. Yes, I, well, I disagree. He's he's making the comparison that the way in which Moss does his job is inferior, just like you're saying, in uh-huh. the same way that buying a Big Mac is inferior to buying a house. Mm-hmm. It's the same kind of thing. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> He's an You're always so surprised when I just stop arguing. Yeah. You I don't am. know what to do with it. No, I don't. I, okay. I disagree, but that's fine. That's okay. what all this is about. All right. Yeah. Um, so he's, so, you know, Shelley seems to remember some time when he was number one on the board. Which Williamson is refusing to remember or does or not just, remember. Or is, it isn't true. I mean, who knows? You know what I mean? It's, it, which one of them is, is right. Sure. I mean, he, he does acquiesce that Roma has been above him for quite some yeah, time. Yeah, Shelley agrees. Who's yeah. the top okay, name fine. on the board? Roma. Okay, fine. Yeah, okay, okay. but under him. Under him, yeah. <laughs> Which is uh, funny as shit. Yeah. And then Moss, and he's like, oh, hell no. <laughs> it is not Moss. Uh, he is not, he will not accept that Moss is uh, above him on the board. No. But he is right now. I mean, as we know how the That's right. how it stacks up right now. Well, that's bad luck, isn't you, it? <laughs> That's all it is. That's all it is. That's all it's it's doing. doing. (laughs) Runs in streaks. I pray it never happens to you. Yeah. And then, so then he says, uh, blah, blah, blah. Look at the board. It's me. Not lately it isn't. Right. Another classic Williamson line. Not lately it isn't. Not lately it isn't. (laughs) Well, that's the end of the the minute. That was where we cut it it off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, yeah. Lately kiss my ass lately will be our next yeah, lately Lead kiss my ass lately. Yeah. Man, kind of want to get into that. <laughs> but that's not... I wonder, you know, if... Well, even though this is the Glengarry Glen Ross minute, you know, <laughs> yeah. what's to stop us... Well, no, we... From just jumping I in think, and doing a multiple minutes. No, I think we have to adhere to the minute you per think minute. So? Yeah, 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 You don't yeah. think there's any... Uh, like, our other, like, our, like our multiple podcasting brethren who do movie a minute podcasts. Uh-huh. You know they don't go double min- doubling minutes. Don't, they've you, never you done that. You just can't do it. I don't know. I've it's never. It's not the format. I, I, I confess can't, I've never listened be, to another. It can't, what are you an order taker? It can't be done, Bill. I listened to one episode of the Star Trek or Star, Star Wars, Wars minute, minute one yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. But that was it. And then um, I, I, don't, I like those I don't know. guys. I, but I, you know, that's a tough one. They're doing all of the Star Wars. Yeah, that's like nine. They're plus into movies. the the prequels now. See that that would be the hard. It would be part so hard. Like the the right? original three, I could do. I you know you could stand on your head. Yeah, yeah that would be fantastic. Yeah, you could do ten a day. But then when Easy. you get into the crappy ones, I mean, yeah, I mean, no, you go back to it. one. Yeah, I think oh they're in God. one or two right now, and I don't Ugh. know how. The I fuck. mean, I would be. They're not just slicing their veins. Open. Exactly. Once the word midi chlorians comes up, I mean, isn't. <laughs> How do you how do you go on podcast after that? over? I mean, it's like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. no, I'm not even talking about this. Yeah. I don't even want to. <laughs> yes, I can't I even can't honor it. I can't honor that with. I guess you could talk it. about it by how how much and the varied ways that it ruins everything you ever believed <laughs> right. in. It you, destroys I mean, you the mythology yeah, yeah. of yes. the entire yeah. franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could yeah. do that. That yeah, would be you, great. Yeah, <laughs> let's do that. 
but they you know they're powering through it they're good dudes it's a, yeah it's a it's a, I'm sh- it's, a it's, fucking, it's very entertaining they're carrying I the, one I the cross to. up that goddamn hill though, they man. are and That's, they have the, well, they do have a lot of guests which i'm sure helps a lot it does help because they can have other because boy i could use a guest <laughs> i would love a guest right now just someone else deal with your fucking bullshit childishness <laughs> i gotta deal with this childishness <laughs> oh boy We'll have a guest someday. Yeah, we I'm could. Sure of I it. have I have someone. You've said this before. No, it's someone else. Oh, a new someone? Yeah, I have a new someone. Do you want to tease that or, or I don't a, I don't know. We have I think No, I think we I think we should discuss it offline. Are they related then, to the movie? Oh boy. Uh, not not oh especially. <laughs> okay. But re- this is someone I'll I'll tease it up this way. Tease it, please. So Just I know a little someone. Bit. Give me a little taste. I know someone who went to the original Broadway production mm. of Glengarry Glen Ross. Mm, back in eighty yes. four or whenever that was? Eighty four, eighty six. Robert Prosky. Uh-huh. As Shelley. Uh-huh. The Joe Mantegna had moved on. He was uh-huh. no longer playing Roma okay. at that point. Who was? I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to Damn, ask him. Damn, I'd love out. to ask him, yeah. And it, there's a good story around going to see a humorous story of going to, about going to see the show um, that I'll let him tell. Great, but uh, yeah, I'd love to have him on. Oh, okay. So we'll see what we can do about that. Fantastic. So, so he would have a unique perspective if he can remember any of it <laughs> of seeing the original Broadway cast this of is, this play. Sounds great. Wouldn't that be? <laughs> So this is, is he also an older gentleman who has trouble recalling things? Um, I, I don't know. He's he's like my age. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I know, mean, he, how did he get to see? The, I mean, that's he was young. I mean, he was like yeah. It was like his first Broadway. Okay. Right. I don't want to spoil the story, but that was no, his yeah, first course, Broadway show. Was wow. Glengarry Glenn Ross. <laughs> that's a parental. That's a question mark. And now we've right? ruined the story. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Uh, did we ruin it? I mean, do you bring a kid to see Glengarry? You stupid fucking cunt. <laughs> Mommy, what's a stupid fucking cunt? Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. You are, honey. Shut the hell up. I'll tell you this. I went to see Please. The Crying Game the night it opened, and I didn't know anything about it. Do you how old, that were, movie, how old were you? Game? Of course, yeah. I was like 17 or 18. Oh. And I think I went on a date. You okay. know, it was like a date night. We right. went to the movie, <laughs> right. The Crying Game. This is a little unrelated, but... Tie it, it in a, for me. Well, unreli- if you went to see something not knowing what it was about. Like, oh, fair enough. You know, the 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 uh, the movie came out, and, and all across the world, people were saying this is a fantastic movie. Go see it as soon as you can. Mm-hmm. You know, so I went to see it as soon as I could, not right, knowing right. anything about the surprise. Of course, it holds and what it's about. <laughs> so that's a double hander. Yeah. So. Um, that's a two-handed surprise. So there you go. And then I went to see it, and boy, I certainly was surprised. But it is a fascinating movie. How how did you handle it? I was really confused for a good portion of the movie because I really did believe, you know, for the first half of the movie that that would that that was a woman, uh-huh. right? That the transgender sure. guy that's or whatever the idea. was a yeah. woman. Yeah. Yeah. So I was I I, I was really confused. And back then, the idea of transgender people or transvestites yeah. or you know no, whatever it was it was fairly un common you know, it wasn't yes, like it was we didn't have uncharted territory yeah we us. didn't have you know multiple gold medal winners getting you know <laughs> a transgender operations and becoming that's, that's true another yeah. person you know what I mean? another gender yeah you know? so i know so it was very confusing for me at the time but uh, eventually i figured it out you know sure, <laughs> sure. the yeah, movie we, went on we all get there you know and it is a it's a it's a it's a great movie it is pretty great yeah yeah, yeah. but it not it's not a rewatchable movie it's one you want to 
like one and done. Yeah, you're in, you're out on that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At least I was. It's kind of hard to watch. Yeah, a yeah, little bit. Agreed. Just because, especially because once you know the secret, and that was why they were begging people not to reveal the secret. Right. You know. Right. After, of course, it came out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was because once you know the secret, it becomes a little less interesting. So it's a little gimmicky, maybe, but you know, totally. But really, uh, but yeah, if you go in uh, unbeknownst, yeah, uh, you're you're in for a wild ride, maybe. Surprise, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what I, you know, I, and I like to do that. I don't. I, if I, there's a movie that I want to yeah. see or a play, or agree. I try not to find out anything. I don't even want to see trailers. Exactly. I mean, I'll watch trailers for like a new Marvel movie or whatever because nothing's going to be ruined. Exactly. But yeah, but a drama or something that I'm really interested in, I I avoid all. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Yeah, because uh, the the problem with the trailer is is you're right that they reveal too much. Too and much. It shows the entire story yeah, arc. Yeah, yeah. And, you, and you're yeah. like, oh, I've seen the whole movie now. Right? Thank you so much. Right. No need to go see that. Yeah. Or they show enough that you that you'll develop opinions about a thing that and that you and if you had not had developed those opinions, you'd be much more like enthralled about the unfolding of events. Right. It's just, it's yeah, trailers. Yeah, I don't like them. They're, yeah, they're the worst. <laughs> I, I watched a couple of Glengarry Glen Ross trailers oh, when we you? first started doing this. Yeah, What are they like? I don't think I've seen them. They're really good. Oh, really? Like, really I would be, I mean, that, of course, but I mean, even if I didn't know it was a mammoth or whatever, I, I would have been totally on board to see this movie. Really great. Huh. Go back and watch them. I They're on YouTube. They're great. Are they like in a world? <laughs> yeah, there is an in a world one. Is there really? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I have to yeah, see yeah. That. And then, and some of them are cut really, like really well, like w- just the things that they, that were chosen to show you. And I don't, I don't know how trailers work. I imagine Foley had some say in that. I think directors do sometimes, or at mm. least used to. Maybe yeah. Have a little. This is a good trailer moment or whatever. That's a good point. I don't know how that works either. I, I, I mean, I feel like today it's probably completely run by the marketing probably people. Probably like the PR firm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and their strategic imperatives, you know, with with the, with the how to, how to market the movie. maybe the worst phrase in the history of phrases. <laughs> strategic imperatives. Um, what is strategy? What is strategy? The strategic imperatives? See, it's not a funny one. You no, it it's small. not at all. You can't make, you can't do anything to make that funny. Strategic. <laughs> it's just, it's just tragic. Yeah, strategic it's, imperative. It's horrible. It is. I pray that it doesn't happen to you. Uh, there's no way it could. There's no way. I'm not letting strategic imperatives into my life at all. No, I wouldn't. Or somebody else's strategic imperatives. I mean, I guess I have strategic imperatives. I guess but, we do, but but I would never call it that. No, yeah, and you try to avoid pulling them out at all like you That's try right. like it's like how important to me are my strategic imperatives you know well, i hope they're not that important and i can like I, get along with other people without i can sacrifice some of my strategic imperatives without but the you know, word imperative makes it seem makes like it's it seem very like important it's non not something you could sacrifice <laughs> right it's imperative well i think we it's got, imperative matt i think what we're gonna have to do <laughs> no geez. if we're gonna have to sit down and we're gonna have to prioritize our strategic inheritance imperatives <laughs> Strategic inheritance. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we should strategize a little more. Yeah, you, got, you are cooking over there. I am. Apple Watch. There's a lot of phlegmy. Stuff coming out. You're the best. <laughs> You're great. I love everything about you. <laughs> um, anyway. I closed the cocksucker. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. What was that, John? It's a real good one. Yeah. So... Uh, I, you, you blew the last good one I gave you. Right? I did not what? blow it. 
you didn't close, right? One kicked out. Well, there we are. Shelly, you blew the last says Williamson. Last one I gave you. No, John, no, I did not. Would you wait a second, please? There's a lot of that in this moment, right, too. Like, right. listen to me, wait a second. I did not blow them. No, one kicked out, one I closed. Williamson says, you didn't close you it. You didn't close it. Yeah. Levine says, I, listen to me. I closed the cocksucker, his ex, John. That's right. His ex. I didn't know he was married. The lawyer the invalid- judge validated oh, the judge the- <laughs> Validated Shelley. it. Shelly. Oh. And what is that, John? And then he goes into the right. nice speech. The judge the nice invalidated it. So that's, I always found that a really funny line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During the divorce, you would think, right? Yeah. So he must, again, we talked about getting the, the husband and the wife to sign at the same time. Yes. How important that is. Yes. So when the divorce went down. And you reminded me about the Ginny going, the, that right. he had to take, Jim he had to take Link. Link back to the house and have Ginny sign. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, in this case, so Shelley closed it. Right. So he thought. He's got right. the husband's signature, the wife's signature. But his ex, I don't understand how that works. I think he was still married. He was in the he midst signed, of a divorce. His wife didn't. As they got divorced, the judge invalidated right, the sale because completely it, it, because it, it involved they weren't both the, in on it. Well, that and it probably involved monies that of they course. were going to split or was going to go of to course, her or whatever. Yes. So therefore, yes. the judge invalidated yes. it. Yeah, sure. The root of all evil. Women, you know. That way, Dave. <laughs> they ruin everything. Um. <laughs> I love that one. The judge invalidated. The judge invalidated. And what is that? Bad yeah, luck. Just wine gardening his way <laughs> right through this whole scene, <laughs> blaming it on somebody else. It was the judge's fault. Yes. His it's, ex. It John. was Zumbo's his fault. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I and uh, all the streaks, all the stuff. I pray it misses you. I like that one a lot because that's him. Saying like I well I look I'm over here caring about you right I'm on you your side my friend could be caring about me in return maybe right. <laughs> it's a thing we could have a give and take we're together on uh, this yeah thing. I don't want it to happen to you right you shouldn't want it to happen to me help me out and yeah then, and then that's just before when he goes and into then, I've got to eat Williams Williamson I gotta eat where he really seems to be you know trying on a more human level to get him to yeah see how desperate he is and how much. Which he seems to vacillate, like he he vacillates between like this is the way the world works in streaks and luck and sales is tough, and then I gotta eat. I'm I'm a guy and I'm starving and I'm, my daughter's in the hospital or whatever. Right. Which he never says. None of his argument involves. Do you do you know my daughter is dying in the hospital and I can't pay the bills? Do you know that? He never says that. Right. That's interesting, right? Does he say something about it when they're in the car maybe, later? Maybe. My daughter. Like, he does say my daughter at the. At the end uh, of the, the very film. end, yeah, and yeah. Williamson says, "Fuck you." Yeah, yes, right. he certainly does. How nice, yeah. my daughter. Fuck you. <laughs> Ugh. Cutthroat. That's harsh. Cutthroat Williamson. Um, I was, I was thinking just now that this this scene, you're looking at the script, and one of the reasons I think it may have been rewritten a little bit is the way it's it, it's shot here. Mm-hmm. It, you know, there's a lot of. Um, sort of movement you know we talked about williamson's cleaning up the coffee right. and, and lemon is following him around. right 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 right. and so they might have had to rejigger the lines a little bit to get the you know to get the everything to match up with where the cuts are where the cat yeah, where the for camera sure. moves to for one, sure. from one room to another yep. and you know that, yep, yep, the yep. angles and all that kind of stuff yeah there's some there's some sorkening going on here yeah. they're, walk, they're walking usually writes that in his screenplays I, I i can't tell if it, i can't remember if it's in this one or not well he'll just do angle shelly angle Williamson, that kind of Nothing thing. Nothing at all like okay. this. Okay. Yeah. So not in that version anyway. No, but no. he usually does that. He'll, it's not very, he, he doesn't put a lot of detail in it, but he just says like angle, 
you know, uh, Levine with the whatever in the background or something like that. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's very general just so we know what we're seeing on the screen right. while those words are, are happening. And of then he course. puts in little, you know, indications where the camera might shift to a different shot. He does do that. Yeah. It's so. in like in the verdict script. I know it's in there. Um, and probably in others. Too. I don't know how I feel about that philosophically. Why? Well, cause that's the director's job. No, it is a screenwriter's job actually. How do you say, how do you, I mean, how do you mean? Why are you looking at me like that? You you well, just asserted that it's a, the writer's job, and I said, "How do you mean?" And you stared at me like I was I had four heads. I don't know how to say "How do you mean?" any other way. <laughs> You're making the phlegm come back. Um, well, it, it's at least the job of the screenwriter to uh, say what the images are, you know, that we're seeing on the screen from one moment to the next at mm-hmm. least that's what mammet believes okay i just watched this video of him talking to uh i don't know who it is a bunch of filmmakers it was in connection to my master class of thing. course of course yeah. uh because i looked up mammet master class on youtube and there was this other video it's like 36 minute long video where he's talking to these people about oh wow screenwriting and directing mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and he says that when you, when you're writing a screenplay you know it's his job to unlike when you're writing a play which is about you know, writing uh, dialogue, you know, it's it's really all it is. You, right. just need, you just need dialogue and actors in space, like we yes. said in the last one. But yes, in, yes, a, yes. in a screenplay, you're, you're putting together a series of images, the juxtaposition of which allows the audience to build the story in their mind, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So okay. in his mind, he's got to d- decide and tell what those images are in the screenplay. So someone reading it, can imagine what you know he's he's imagined in his head interesting yeah all right thank you you're welcome cool that master class stuff is paying off already i know right it's gonna be great it's well (laughs) it's gonna be something you're gonna be 90 dollars later i know that (laughs) (laughs) and so much wiser i'm gonna be like you know do you i well i guess that remains to be seen let's see i say no no i say you will not be wiser i'm I'm sure there's gonna be some stuff that (laughs) he says it's gonna be really cool and it's going to be like, wow, I never really thought of it that way. Right? I mean, I think that's true. And I th- and I can guarantee you this. Go ahead. He's going to tell some funny stories. Like, there's going to be some good anecdotes, and yeah. there's going to be some stuff that's going to be funny. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm curious to know whether they're recycled or not. I don't think so. I mean, I think the, the stuff he's saying probably is. That that's, he's done in a million inter- interviews yeah. and that kind of thing. That's what I meant. But the, the, the videos themselves will be newly produced. It's, it's a way for him to teach a college course without showing up to a college. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be his old curriculum. Yeah. And I'm sure all that stuff's made it into books over the years that I've read. Pro- yes, probably. But in this case, I'm thinking it, at least it's going to be sort of codified into... Because mm-hmm. a lot of it's spread out over a whole bunch of different books. For over sure. For decades sure. of his writing. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this is going to be his chance to kind of put it all together in, in today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and sort of decide on some things that maybe he said in the past that maybe he doesn't agree with anymore will kind of float and then Let's other see. stuff he's that he's still sticking with no but other stuff he's, he's sticking with he'll he'll talk about more. um what uh when does this start you i know you told like me i just forget it's in june yeah. um but this this little video i watched the 36 minute one he had some funny uh anecdotes in that mm-hmm. he told some funny stories one of which was he said he was teaching somebody asked him to teach a high school english class and he said yeah okay and uh 
you're so, you're one so, you're class so surprised, or the right? or the, over the course of a semester i don't know but okay. it was like you know he, i can see him doing one but i can't see him no i think it was school. it was a, it was at least a recurring how about thing it? okay so, He's teaching high school English. Right. And he said um, that at one point in the afternoon, like around three o'clock in the afternoon, the students would all start to fall asleep. Uh-huh. And so he, because that's the time of day when sure. people start to fall asleep. I know asleep. I did. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so he, he went home and he, he was telling his wife, he said, look, I'm do, doing this English class. And, you know, every day about three o'clock, the, all the students, they, they get really tired. They start falling asleep. And he said, you know what I think I'll do? I think I'll bring in chocolate. And I'll hand out chocolate to the class at that hour. And then I and then I said, no, wait, I know what I'll do. I'll just be more interesting at that time. <laughs> and my wife said, go with the chocolate. Go with the chocolate. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Very, that's nice. Very nice. Yeah. Very funny that's great. story. That's great. Set yeah. up. Knock him down. That's right. It was brilliant. <laughs> Yeah. And he's and he's got a million of those. I know you've you've sure. heard num- them sure. a number of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I like them. I think they're funny. They're great. Yeah, they're great. They're yeah, they're folksy. Yeah, they're, they're fun. Fo- yeah, I, he's uh, he's a treasure. <laughs> <laughs> I but I what I'm most curious about the master class is like the the sort of focus of his curriculum, like. What what is what is ultimately the philosophy behind David Mamet's masterclass in screenwriting versus what somebody else's might be? Like, yes. what does he offer? That's that's sort of the the gem that is only able to be gotten from a, a David Mamet. Yeah. I'm curious to, as to what that would and, be. And he went into a little bit of that in this sort of either in some combination of the two minute one and the 36 minute one that go I watched. On, go on. Where he he really gives it up a lot to you know Harold Pinter uh-huh. and uh, and Beckett. Uh-huh. About being huge influences, Sammy Bex. on him, yes, yeah, Sammy Bex, Harold Pince, and Harold Pince, yeah. Um, and he said, you know, Pinter especially, he said, can can create a mood, you know, out of words, uh-huh. you know, and and very few words, and you totally get it. Like you you go along with it, and you get that mood, whatever it is, that creepy thing, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's like something totally. Uh, innocuous is happening like for example a birthday party right meanwhile the h pence yeah harold pinter meanwhile the the guy the guest of honor is like being tortured throughout this birthday party and none of the guests at the birthday party know that that's what's happening right 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 but when you read the play you're like horrified by what's going on and you're like this is it's difficult intense yeah yeah agreed uh and so he really he he really gave up a lot of his uh gave him a lot of credit for sort of bringing that style of writing into the modern theater and and david mamet was clearly influenced by that heavily right and you think that's going to be the focus of the master class in no, a way in a way but uh-huh. i think his other one of the other focuses because everybody asked him about dialogue and they kept asking him you know what it's all, how do you write such great dialogue uh-huh, what about uh-huh. you known for your dialogue right blah, blah, blah. right and he, he, he kind of tosses that off yeah. as just like, that's just what he does. As he you know, It's like a style kind yeah. of thing. Yep. And what he said it was, is most important, and it's something I agree with, and there, you know, there are many schools of thought on this, of like you know, Aristotle, blah, blah, blah. What's the, what's the thing you start with when you're writing a play, right? Okay. Like some people believe it's character. It's like you, you choose a character, and then you dive into that character. You create a really right. fascinating character, and the whole play revolves around that character. For and sure. that's a certainly a, a viable way of writing a play. Uh-huh. Mamet believes it's all plot. 
plot, 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 plot. And mm-hmm. I, I agree with him. That, those are the, and it's not because one way is right and one way is wrong, but because... It's just personal preference. It is. It's what I enjoy. Yeah. I enjoy seeing something that's plot driven mm-hmm. and there's a good story sure. and it takes me somewhere. I'm not, I don't do as well watching like a deep character study, mm-hmm. you know, of stuff. Like I don't enjoy Woody Allen as much. And a lot of his stuff is well, very plot. Pedophilia aside, <laughs> I've never liked his stuff. Either. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's very not, character it's stuff. It's just not my thing. Yeah. It's And it's mostly because it's about him, you know, it's him. And yeah. It's, but it's, but it's much more character driven sure. than plot driven. Uh, and, yeah, I guess that's true. And I, I just can't get into these sort of deep character, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So his much focus will be a, 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 a twisty, turny plot story. Sort of away from character driven. Well, I think he still wants there to be, you know, <laughs> fascinating characters, but he wants the plot to carry the, right. the, the day. Right. So, you know, Aristotle so, thought idea carried the day. You know, of all those, the list of things that Aristotle said should be in every play yeah. music and. Uh, uh, plot and character and mm-hmm. idea and blah mm-hmm. blah blah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he believed idea. I think was the key one. Um, that that's where things uh, where a play starts. But mm-hmm. uh, I like I like starting with plot. That's kind of the way I like to look at it. Sure. So what about you? What do you where where do you I'd, stand I'd, on this? I'd, I don't care. You don't care. I don't care how it starts. I, if the character is compelling, that's enough for me. If the story structure is sound, that's enough for me. Um, which is why I'm able to watch things like The Spanish Prisoner because there's little to no character work and it is all about the plot. It is about yes. the next scene, the next scene, yep. moving the story, moving the story. Right. Um, but but I just watched uh, Whiplash. Have you, have you seen Whiplash? No, but you've told me it's very good. The drummer thing, right? Yes. It's extraordinary. It's an extraordinary movie and it is essentially character work from two of the main, the two, the two main characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say about those kinds of films, character work can be <clears throat> symbolic of things. Like you, you can, it can be character work on one level and then characters can represent larger world ideas and then stories can be born from that. Right. Um, so I don't think the two are exclusive in any way. Right. No, they're not. You um, have to have, like I said, you have to have a little bit of everything. They seem to be in a way. I don't think so. I, I, would, I, would, I would. I'm more than some writers. Maybe, but and I I'm would, not criticizing him for it because what he does, he does brilliantly. Yeah. And not everyone who is exclusive to an idea does it brilliantly. <laughs> Oftentimes, they, they suffer. I think his work rises above the rest because he's so unified in this idea of plot over character. But I would, I would question your assertion that there's not a lot of good characters in the Spanish Prisoner. I think the Steve Martin character is a fascinating character. I think Rebecca but we, Pigeon's but they don't, character they don't, is a fascinating no character. There's no character work though. You and can find characters in the story compelling, but yeah. but we he doesn't spend time building the character as the director, as the writer either. Well, I think it's I think it's there. I think it's in there. I okay, mean, I think it's all. You know, I th- I, like I said, well, Rebecca's I, I think Pigeon's w- character. Then I think, I think all really that's happening here is we just define character pieces differently. Okay. Yeah. So we, I just we just leave that there. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that the Spanish prisoner is a character study of any of those. No, characters. right. Of course, it's, it's plot driven. Like yeah, you yeah, said. yeah. Um, but I think there, are, I think it's full of interesting characters. I don't think it's it's just right. But that's not know. a character piece, right? Right. It's a, a story driven movie. Can have interesting characters in it. It should. It really should. Just like a character-driven story can have a good plot. Yeah. But what I'm saying is Mamet chooses one over the other. And and in most cases, that's a detriment to writers who are not as talented. 
but he uses it as a stepping stone to sort of vault himself because the stories are so sound and the plot is so engaging, the characters become secondary. Perhaps. I can see that, like, for some writers, it would be a trap to, you know, it's easy to come up with a brilliantly clever plot and then it's an easy trap to fall into to not write clever, interesting characters to inhabit that world of Mm -hmm. that plot, right? But again, you keep saying, like, I'm not saying a a story-driven movie has to have like mundane characters you keep saying that that's that's sort of what i'm getting at i'm not at all okay i'm i'm saying that if if you if the if the one thing is the shining light that gets you to the edge of your story that that one thing that you're following and to him it's definitely plot as he said as you've said as we all understand after having you know spent 20 years with the guy right it doesn't, but that doesn't mean that the characters are not interesting. It means that we're not spending time in the story developing our understanding of that character. We're doing that through the story and through the plot, but not through exposition, not through um, flashbacks that sort of help us understand right, how this right, character became right, who he is. Right, he doesn't do that. As we said before, he, he, he doesn't care about the past in terms of the story right. like what's happening now is what's most important that's right and what is going to happen next that's right is what most important and that's how we learn about the characters right. is through what they do now and as the story develops right which is not typically how character studies are yeah, a lot engaged of, yes it's a very modern kind of thing because mm-hmm. in the past we like you've said we've had a lot of exposition and backstories and you yeah know, we hear a lot of yeah yeah stories being told about like well when i was nine i had this kitten you know whatever <laughs> right. that kind of stuff. right i don't really see that in a man yeah story. yeah no in this movie in Gregory glenn ross there's there's none of that you know we don't I mean, shelly no, is giving we, a little you bit and i here. are spending these minutes giving the characters backstory and stuff because there bit, isn't yeah. any yeah well shelly gives a little bit here about you know well not here but coming up soon he talks about about his history at uh at premier properties sure, in terms sure. of you know sure i bought the seville right from right 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 blah blah right, blah right so there's a little bit yeah, all right but, you know and if roma what, if you want to say that's character and we learned that I, roma was top name on the board for a while and this uh-huh. and that so we're learning bits well, and pieces i don't pieces think about historical tidbits are necessarily what i'm saying yeah yes those things are evident right but i mean a a, a decision to engage in building the history of the character no i, I see yeah. what you're saying yeah yeah, yeah. And he, he, he doesn't do that. It's just not, it's not up his alley. Right. It's not where he's at. Yep. It's not how he works. That's right. That's not where his mojo be. Right. Yeah. So. There so you there you go. It. So you're going you're, you're gonna to be like what? Uh, uh, 10 times better writer at the end of this master class? I'll be $90 better. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> well, so. Good bottle of scotch costs ninety dollars. Does I, it really? I get I get as much good writing out of that as I think <laughs> you'll get. So, is that how much? Here's it costs? what we'll do. I'll buy a single malt from the Isle of Islay for ninety dollars, and you take your master class and let's each, we'll write, each write something. A play and we'll see which <laughs> and we'll one is see, better. We'll see which one we like. Okay. Yeah. That'll be fun. All right. All right. I love it. <laughs> Screw you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> do you think Mamet drinks when he writes? I don't think he does. Uh, a no. lot of you know a lot of, that's a glorified writer thing i, yeah, I yeah, certainly yeah. engage in it yeah. Kerouac called it ecstasy of the mind and there's you know there's an easy way to get there and a hard way to get there and the easy way is liquor 
What's so the hard way? Well, the hard way would be like meditation work, you know. Right, actually um, doing the Actually thing. doing the things to get your mind to a higher plane. And I think that's what Mammoth does. I think he, well, he, 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 I, I mean, a, a, he's really talented. I think and he's he just, just super kind of, fucking smart. Yeah, he can just roll out of bed and, yeah. and churn out this stuff. But yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's also because he decided, you know, in his life that this is what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. He's, he was like, I'm good at it. Yep. And this is what I'm going to do. Yep. So, and as you know, he's very disciplined as far as like yes. writing daily or almost daily. Mm-hmm. He spends the time, he puts in the time. Yeah. And one of the things he says all the time is like, you can't be afraid to fail. Like he's like, I write bad stuff all the time. Yes, you do. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> and he's fine with that. And I, I wish that yeah. I had the same courage. Well, why don't you? Because I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't want I don't want to write bad stuff. You know, no one wants to. But I'm afraid to put my stuff out there and have it be bad for You're the good. for the humiliation. And he's yeah. like, he's like, oh, I'll take the humiliation because I know eventually well, I'm going to write something else. That's it's good. easier for him to say that than you. Yeah. So I'm going to let you off the hook with that. Thank it, you. It's easy for a super successful guy to, yeah, say, to say, I don't that. care if I, if I, don't I write care. something and, bad. And, and A, I don't care what other people think of it either. Yeah, like, that, I know it it's good. To, it helps to have the adulation of hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but even when he writes something that's universally seen as bad, like mm-hmm. a China doll, he's like, eh, they just didn't get it. Right. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? no, so it's, like, he wine gardeners the shit out of that too. It's never <laughs> his fault. I know that. I know he doesn't care if he fails, but he also so, doesn't really think it's his fault. So it's almost like you're sitting here doing this podcast with David Mann. Almost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like one flannel shirt and an antique typewriter away. Let's get on that. All right. All right. I'll see what I can do. When I see him in class, I'll see if he'll come on the, come on the show with us. Do you know, is it going to be like pre-recorded? Will you be seeing him live streaming? How is that going to work? I am. I don't know, but I am 99.9% betting that it's going to be all pre-recorded, pre-recorded. and he is not going to have any interaction well, with maybe anybody the, at all. But maybe like the last class or the final class, it'll be a live stream. You can engage with him because I think engaging with him would be... Something that you'd want to provide somebody paying ninety dollars, like at least one time. Maybe I, I, I mean, I, I don't know that there, there won't be people engaging with him. So there may be times where he's doing just sort of a lecture. Yeah. But yeah. there may be other times where they have Q and A's people there, Q and A's or yeah, other yeah. playwrights or whatever yeah. there to talk to him. Get I don't in know. There, Bill. Who knows what's going? Don't be, be afraid to fail. <laughs> Ask the guy a question. <laughs> Ask him what he thought about the bear and the edge. I know the answer to that. <laughs> I one. know, but I just want to see if it's the same answer. <laughs> I'm sure it will be. Yeah. So, all right. Have we exhausted this? Minute? I don't know. Check the timer, brother. We totally have. All right. <laughs> then I guess we're done. All right. Well then. No other corners. No. No. Nothing else to address. No, I don't. I don't have any corners or <laughs> issues or anything right you now. Got any, you got any? Theme, you got any theme songs? No. Anything like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> didn't we say we were going to talk about that though? What? Because, you know, before we started this this episode, yeah. we were talking about the jingle. your two shitty jingles and how the one I think, I, the one that used the lyrics that I wrote, I kind of like a little better. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. You see? Yeah, yeah. And I was going to be contrite in this and yes. saying that, yeah, so we did have something else to talk about. <laughs> Fuck him! I'm saying, yeah. last episode, I wasn't sure. I wanted to kill both babies. Yes, you did. Now, I'm fine just killing that one baby. The bump, bump, bum, bum. Housekeeping. <laughs> that one. That's the one you want yeah, to kill. Yeah. yeah. Even though that, that was sung so sweetly it out by right the root by you. Well, yeah, your vocals are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I like. I think I like the dirgy. I wish 
we could have some fan interaction to get some feedback on yeah, these, right? I mean, That'd be great. No one ever talks to us, though. No, no one ever <laughs> shouts us out. No one says a word. We do thank those of you who've left reviews for us on iTunes. It's probably That's because fantastic. you thought that David Matter, David Mamet guy on Twitter was, was actually really David, David Mamet. Yeah, that was... Do we have to relive that again? Did you have to no, bring that? I, I didn't have to. But you did. It's petty. But you did. It's petty of me. But you did. I'm petty. You did. I'm a petty guy. <laughs> I'm going to keep pounding away at these things. Yeah. Um, but I think we go with the, uh, the De- Depeche Mode one. Okay. Yeah? I'm happy with that. You are? Yeah. You like but that them? doesn't mean I'm not going to work on more jingles. Well, there's a quote corner. Yeah, I'm working on working up some quote corners. Certainly don't have to use my lyrics for that. Yeah, but I was this morning when I was walking my dog, I had a little a little inspiration for some yeah, for some maybe quote corner. This class is already paying off for you. See? Look at you. And you do have a little glow and you did say even watching the like the little two minute yeah. thing inspired got you. me pumped up a little why, bit. Yeah. Why, can you tell? Can you explain that? Can you go into that? Or, or I mean, like, what was it specifically that got you juiced, or just the whole idea of, of engaging in this class? And I think it was just his his being motivated to write more. Yeah, being motivated to write more. It was his his uh, what's the word? Just approach to writing and talking about you know don't worry about writing it if it's bad. Don't worry about mm-hmm. writing bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Because that's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it was just his, and and his the whole idea we talked about last week about you know all you need is two characters, right? You don't need any set. You don't need any stuff. Give me two characters I and mean, two chairs, and I'll write your that's play. That's my heart. Like that, you know, that sentence right there, that concept. That's where my heart is. Yeah, that that's inspiring. As you know, a guy I'd, I'd who like builds to be able to write enormous sets with stuff that do all kinds of <laughs> wicked shit, <laughs> right? I I love two guys in an empty room. I love it. Yeah, it's I'd the like most to do, engaging theater to me. I'd like to write a giant, like epic tale. Yeah, that is just maybe not two guys, but maybe a, a handful of actors. Mm-hmm. You know, and nothing else, bringing a lot to life. This big epic story, and it just all takes place in your imagination. And yeah, the audience, you know, yeah, I, I yeah, love yeah. That. So you know, that's the kind of thing yeah. I'd inspire. I'd be, I would aspire to write. But yeah, mo- I I want to say most of the plays I've ever written have two person scenes primarily if not just two characters in the entirety of the thing so right. that's just where I'm, I, I just love that stuff yeah. I love it um, have you ever read The Lake Boat or did you see it there's a movie version yes no, no. I've never read or seen it it's really great. It's it's because it's the reason I bring it up is because it's full of characters. There's like eleven right. guys in it, but every scene is two or three of them talking, and you know it's it's great. Yeah, it's really great. It's kind of what you're talking about. Like there's there is an epic overarching story, and mostly it's the life of of these sort of you know seamen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. You know, but we, you know, there's cooks in the kitchen, there's two guys on the deck, there's guys coiling rope over here that, and they're each having different conversations and it's just two guys talking. Right. We're just two guys We're talking. Just, talking. just Like just in talking. everything he does. Yeah. Just two guys and talking. And it's, I mean, and then that's the model. That's my model. He created this model that I, that I just, I want to aspire to and, and walk in the footsteps of. Right? Cause it's, it's just, it's pleasing to me. I have a class you should take. <laughs> Steve Martin's masterclass. That's the one. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the one I was thinking. I want to play yeah. some banjo and tell some jokes. That's what all I'm about. <laughs> With rabbit ears on your head and a arrow through your head. I don't mean to disp- I love Steve Martin. I, do I love too. I've always oh loved him. I love him to death. He's, He's one of my idols yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You seem 
sort of wacky. In yeah, that I grew way, up right? on yeah. grew up on wild, and crazy, wild guy. and crazy guy. I, mean, guy. I used yeah, to play exactly. that vinyl record in my bedroom, you know, a thousand times <laughs> yeah. till I was worn out. You my know? brother had a T-shirt made at the beach. Remember when you could get the press yeah, iron-ons yeah, and yeah, you could yeah. just pick the sentences or words? Yep. Wild <laughs> he had a shirt guy. that said, "I'm a wild and crazy guy." <laughs> We loved him. We and loved Steve Martin in my house. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. tremendous. Yeah. Yeah. King Tut? I mean, I played the crap out of that one, too. Oh, I mean, yeah, just, for I knew sure. every word. Oh, my God. King I just, Tut. yeah, oh I forgot God. all about that. Yeah, so great. Oh, my God. Yeah. Talented guy. Super talented. And in a Mammoth movie. The Spanish Prisoner. That's right. Yeah. He's great in it. He is great in He's it. He's great. It's perfect. I wish I knew more about his character. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Jimmy Dell. He's a, oh yeah, he's well a remembered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so good. I right. guess we're done. Cool. Good minute, Bill. That was good. All right, let's do this again very soon. Yeah. Did you get that I was less confrontational this episode? No, I was really making an effort. <laughs> no, you were. You were very good. No, if you didn't notice it. No, I was joking when okay, I said right. I didn't notice. All it. right, Mr. Sensei. Because I can go right back to being. I know you can. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're dying to. It did hurt. <laughs> I did have to, my tongue is bloody because I was biting it so much. Don't say that. All right. Well, next week we'll Fuck see you, what. Bill. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Let it Fucking out. Apple Watch. Let it out. Driving me crazy. Just let it out. Driving a wedge right through our relationship. <laughs> well, this is how I, what's funny about it is because I haven't even tried ever to drive a wedge. And so if I actually no, you, ever yeah, tried. No, it's effortless for you. If I ever tried. <laughs> Can you imagine what would happen? It might backfire. It might it might bring us closer together. I might have to try that. Yeah, then. give it a shot. Okay. See what you got. All right. I'll think about that for next week. Woohoo! All right. All right. Later. Bye.